the Workforce Connections podcast, where we discuss workforce development in Southern Nevada. Here's your host. Hi, um, and welcome to another edition of the WC podcast. I'm Celia Rouse, and I will be your host today. Uh, with me, I have two very special guests, Ebony Hodge, high school counselor at Legacy High, and Chad Gregorius, uh, high school counselor specialist. Hi, Ebony. Hi, Chad. How are you guys Hello. today? Good, Good Thanks. to be How are here. You? Welcome to the podcast. Um, we're so glad to have you. But before we get started, what do you think of our new podcast studio? This is cool. It's real fancy. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a log cabin. Ooh, well, that's good. At least you're very rusty. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, so today we're just going to have a little conversation. Um, we're going to start with Chad. Tell us a little bit about yourself and why you chose to become a high school counselor specialist. I think my origin story, as it was, is similar to a lot of other high school counselors. When I was in high school, I didn't really have a counselor that I knew, and I didn't really know how to plan for what happened after high school. So I was very fortunate. I just chose to follow my friends mm -hmm. whose families got them into college, and then I just sort of stumbled around until I found a good fit for myself. So I wanted to ensure and do what I could um, to prevent other high school students from having the same experience. So that's what brought me to high school counseling. I've been doing it now for um, almost 10 years. Um, before that, I worked in higher education. And yeah, I'm just really pleased to be where we're at today. This is great. That's wonderful. Thanks. Ebony, what about you? Um, so my story is a little bit different than Chad's. Um, I didn't necessarily have a relationship with my counselor, but I had a relationship with a counselor in the counseling department. Uh, and preferably she was the college and scholarship counselor. So I was in there all the time, like, you're gonna remember me cause I need money. Um, and so there came my love for counseling. But of course I went different pathways um, prior to finally becoming a school counselor. So I've worked as a probation officer, CPS investigator, psychiatric caseworker, uh, and then finally ended up where I was supposed to be. So, which um, I have now been a school counselor for, I think this is going on year 15. Yeah. That's so. great. I feel yeah. like all of your, your path led you, yeah. gave you all the tools and knowledge, all right? The tools. <laughs> That's so cool. All right. So both of you were part of the first CCSD Workforce Fellows cohort. Yes. Very exciting. Started with five, when we're now at eleven. Yep. Uh, how? What was your experience during um, the first cohort, and then we'll, and then how did it affect you in the second cohort? Okay, so the first cohort was really exciting. Like just to be uh, asked to do this work was in and of itself exciting. And then when we started planning it, it just became more and more real. And I was like really looking forward to what would happen next. And then this tiny little pandemic thing happened. And so we had to pivot quickly and really just did most of the cohort online. Mm -hmm. And we got to know a lot about ourselves and sort of what this work could look like in, in this new world. So it, for better or worse, like the in-person beginning to it was great to see um, physical spaces and then going online made it, uh, I think even more enriching because we learned now how to make it like sort of work for everybody where, you know, if that makes sense. So yeah. yeah, that's kind of what it meant. And it really prepared us for the second cohort because I feel like 
we were ready for anything that could be thrown at us and that nothing was going to phase us. And I think that's why the second cohort was, I think just a, a much, like it was just a really fun atmosphere the whole time. Everybody was in it to win it and we just really got along well. But you have any? Um, so before coming to the fellowship, uh, Chad and I had actually finished a National Career Development Association um, training, which was facilitating career development. So this was just a real natural transition after learning all of that to um, apply for. And so thankful that we were able to get in and utilize that basis of information to help with getting that, you know, that plane built um, as far as the career development um, um, components. And so it has definitely, it was, it was a lot of work. <laughs> it was a lot of work, but it's something that we can look back on and be really proud of, of the structure that we helped create that other counselors will then be able to benefit from and even getting to know each other better because even though we all are counselors, it's a really big district. So we've been able to just kind of get to know coworkers and build those relationships with the other partners so that we could better connect our students and families to resources. Well, now it makes all the sense in the world mm -hmm. how you guys navigated the first cohort and developed what you did, develop the career pathways and the curriculum. Um, real fantastic work. So now it makes sense. I was like, these guys are brilliant. How did they know how to do this? <laughs> you were already planning for it, just didn't know you were planning for it. Right, right? exactly. Well, that's awesome. Um, so, Chad, um, I'm going to ask this question to you, and you can chime in, Ebony, if it. Um, so CCSD is an integral part of the workforce pipeline. With the CCSD fellowship, counselors are provided knowledge of WIOA Title I services. How does that impact or what changes have you seen since learning how all the things, tie, how everything kind of ties together or how the bridges are being um, connected because of the information you have now? I think the easiest way to answer that is a uh, like brief story. So maybe four or five years ago, um, we started learning about the ACT work keys and then I remember asking around, does anybody know what this is and how to access it? And then somebody said, oh, just go to this website about, it's like one stop. It's just something, a one stop thing. And so I went to the website. And so I remember even back then visiting the websites for the one stops centers. And then, um, so that led to where we are today. And now virtually everyone in high school counseling is learning about the one stop system and also how to access it and navigate it. So it's just the things that we've learned in the first and second cohorts are now becoming just like common language in our district, which is um, hard to do. Our district is very, um, uh, it's, it's insular at times. Like it's very easy to just sort of, this is how we do it. And so to learn new things and to integrate it this quickly really sh highlights how great it is. How, yeah. And then with this cohort, we were able to do an interactive resource guide. And so what that then did was made all of these resources with the Title I uh, WIOA programs accessible to the other counselors just at a you know, click of your mouse. Um, and even with 
with us having the tabs on there, it's like, okay, if a student is homeless, then you click on this tab and there's these resources. If they need employment, you click on this tab and there's these resources. So even if they didn't go through um, the professional de development that was provided, they still would have that resource guide to be able to utilize and see the services that we know are out there now for them to connect students and families with. And has that guide been implemented amongst counselors that are not in um workforce fellows have you guys like passed it along yet or no shared? Not yet. no no not yet we're still trying to get the year up and running uh, <laughs> i know it feels like it's the end of september but our school year is really just now settling in so that's that's on the horizon that interactive guide is very and it's a very great resource and it's almost intuitive like you built it so well that it shows the pathway to get what you need right like you guys did a really good job mapping it out so Bravo to you and the rest of the fellows. Once it gets shared and everybody can use it, I think it'll be very, um, a very powerful and um, valuable guide to all the high school counselors. Yeah. Um, Ebony, you work with some of the Employee MB Youth Hub um, providers. Yes. Um, since working with them and now understanding more of how WIOA work, WIOA Title One works, um, how do they? How did how do you feel their services relate to your students or can they relate to your students? And is, have you seen any, like anything out of the ordinary? Like are there fees for the services they provide or is there anything um, they have to do that's outside of the norm? Okay. Um, so we, our contact is Help of Southern Nevada based on where we're located. And so a lot of our students have been able to utilize the Earn and Learn program where they're getting that, the internships and the on-the-job training and all of those things. And so we've had some students who have gone through some of the training programs. Um, they love the incentives that come along with it. So it's like, finish this training program. You get $200. Graduate from high school, you get $200. You know, So they love that. Um, and then we tried at my school to connect so we had uh, Cosmetology Institute of Las Vegas come, and she didn't even know that I've been pushing, you know, the kids to get with the Earn and Learn program, but she stated, you know, you can go through one of the one-stop career centers, and if you, you know, are eligible for it, they can pay for the program. So then some of the kids looked at me like, is this that program that you were talking about? I was like, yeah, but until you saw an employer, it didn't connect. So then the kids were like, I need that information. I need the information. So, um, so it, it was great to be able to connect the information that we were providing with an actual resource so then the kids saw the importance of actually, you know, connecting with Help of Southern Nevada as a resource. Well, I'm glad that we could build those bridges, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because it does make it a more seamless process. It was. Um, Chad, from your perspective, what else can public workforce development, um, the workforce development system, do to help others prepare for uh, to enter career pathways? In thinking about that question really the only thing the only place i can go with that is if we can just create more uh experiences for students to just see what a work a modern workplace is like so it could be internships it it, it doesn't need to be need to be that formal but just being open and receptive to having students come to your work location and just experience what it's like to be there and in the workforce mm -hmm. i think will make so many more connections for our students who, I mean, for the last two years have really just been at home, but also even before then, you know, just kind of seeing their own family and their own little sphere of influence, this will just expand those horizons so much and so fast. I think it'll give our students more um, energy and um, sort of excitement around entering the workforce. 
I'm excited to see what the third co cohort adds to what you've already built. Um, do you have any final thoughts? Do you have any final thoughts? Anything you want to share with the audience? This has just actually been an amazing experience, you know, for me, because especially after going from that uh, training program to actually being able to do the work that we feel is needed, because we know that we've been pushing for a long time, college, 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 but even some of our college kids don't know what they want to do, you know? So we got to take some steps back and make sure that they understand different career assessments and what high demand careers are out there so that they know what's available for them and especially if they want to stay locally which is what we hope they will do yeah for me like because i'm not in a school every day the people that i talk to and interact with discussing career development and and workplace and workplace readiness it is so commonplace now and i just love that that's where we're kind of going with everything that this work that we've been doing sort of toiling at <laughs> is now just like part of the normal conversation and so when people ask us questions we are prepared with a bunch of answers and resources mm -hmm. and next steps and that's really um it's a rewarding a rewarding thing that's wonderful to hear so thank you so much for both being here today i really thank appreciate you. the conversation and Excited to see what the future brings for the Workforce Fellows and your counseling um, careers. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're excited too. Well, that wraps up this segment of the WC Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Until next time. Bye.